0: Help I Got a Mac podcast, episode number 174. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Chris Biting. We're here each and every week to talk about Apple, our favorite computer manufacturer, mobile device manufacturer, the most awesome company on the face of this plat uh, on the fe- face of this planet. <laughs> I was gonna say Plurth, Planet Earth. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Apple stuff. How about that? They never make any mistakes or ever have issues. We never have issues, especially, you know who never has issues? People who follow Cliff's advice and and, and says, you know what? You don't want to upgrade to Lion as soon as it comes out because there's probably going to be a couple bugs that will be worked out within the first 30 to 90 days.
1: And then sometimes you just throw caution to the wind and you'll do it anyway. And what happens and to always, those people? And you'll always do it. Sometimes they have a couple issues, Sometimes which we'll talk about in a little while.
0: We'll talk about that in a little while. Hey, uh, matter of fact, there, there are some things as far as issues that are going on in the world of Apple. And one of the things that I just see, saw in the show notes as I was pulling it up here, you posted the story, and I'm wondering if I need to be worried. Uh, there's a recall on some iMac hard drives? Yes. Uh, Let me pull up my... Uh, my thing here,
1: yeah. It's uh, Apple's issued a notice of recall on potentially defective one gigabyte or one terabyte Seagate hard drives installed on Macs sold between May and July of 2011. So unless you bought your iMac recently, I don't think you have to worry about it.
0: Oh, uh, oh, okay. So from May, okay, May and July of this year, right? So that yeah. oh, so oh, oh, I'm totally cool then. All right, yeah. Apple's software to, to worry replace about it if I bought this last year.
1: Right. Apple has offered to replace the possibly defective drives free of charge until July 23rd.
0: Very cool. 2012. That's that's very nice of them to do that. (laughs) So if you've recently purchased a brand new iMac, whether it be 20, what is that? 21 and a half inch and then 27 inch uh, between May and July of this year, go out and check and see if maybe you need to get a replacement. Mm -hmm. And it's specifically the the one terabyte drives. It's not the... I guess they have some other ones that are optional there as well. Right. Wonderful. Well, no, it's not wonderful, but it's wonderful that we're giving this information so people can go and get that taken care of.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Excellent. All
1: right, so what else we got? Well... We've got uh, Apple releases a a revised uh, Mac OS 10.6.8 patch for existing users. Okay. Is this the thing that I installed today? I believe so. It's a supplemental update that's recommended for all users running Mac OS 10 Snow Leopard and resolves issues with transferring personal data settings and compatible applications from a Mac running Snow Leopard to a new Mac running Lion. Um. Also fixes uh, certain network printers that cause print jobs immediately to fail and not complete, and uh, also uh, system audio that stops working when using HDMI or optical out cable thing.
0: Gotcha. So, so it sounds like there were some people who had Snow Leopard who, when they were switching <laughs> to Lion, had a little bit of issue with migration.
1: That's what I'm. I guess I, I haven't heard of that, but. You know, that's what this fixes for. So,
0: yeah, well, I'll tell you, Um, if you go to gspncommunity.com and click on the help, I got a Mac section, I haven't really had a chance uh, since it's been posted here to to get a real good handle on exactly what's going on here. But um, I'm going to pull it up and see if I can find Jeff Gentry's notes Um do. Did you happen to follow this in the forum at all for the group? No, I did not. No. Yeah, he had uh, Lion install and setup experience so far. Uh, it's a couple paragraphs here. I won't go into the whole thing. He says, "I let's see here. So I had had the experience of trying uh, to try Lion. Okay, so he, he had the experience of trying to try Lion. Okay. Anyway, he's tried <laughs> Lion early, but never got it to work due to kernel panics after install. So I'm wondering if he had a developer's version. Possibly. Possibly. Okay. Well, then I'm not going to go any further then. Um, so, but anyway, there, there's a note in here about it. And, it, and um, it turns out that he had tons and tons of issues. And as far as I know, this has been going on for him for at least, I think, about a week now. And he's still not completely recovered from everything that's gone wrong with his, his Lion install. Now, I don't want to say that to scare everybody listening to this because uh, it it appears that perhaps when he's saying he got to try Lion early... I'm thinking maybe he did not just do the normal install that everybody else would be doing. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that being said, we won't move uh, any further into that. However, Chris, do you want to tell us, um, are you, are you experiencing some issues?
1: Yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and talk about it. So I upgraded to lion on, well, a week ago, I Haven't had any issues or anything like that. I mean, there's been, you know, there's been some weird things just because I, I blame it at being a new operating system, you know, kind of laggy type stuff that happens every once in a while, you know, memory thingies, which will be addressed. Um, but then on Saturday, I bought uh, Final
0: Cut Pro 10. Yeah. Which I almost bought today, by the way. I like it. Do first you? off, cool.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm one of those people that actually like the workflow of uh, iMovie. Oh. And yeah. it's, it's honestly like iMovie Pro. It really is. Oh, I hate iMovie. Yeah, if you I- like iMovie, you will not like this. What? At all. Wait, if you if you don't like iMovie, you won't like this.
0: See, I hate iMovie because it doesn't give you a timeline, like a multi-layered timeline. That's what I don't like about iMovie. Yeah, there's no timeline. What do you mean? There, it, it's a timeline, but it's not a, a timeline. There's a timeline. You've got multiple tracks, is what I'm saying. Layers. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Oh yeah. There's. Well, see, that's what you don't get. Tracks, basically. So, so yeah, I want multi-track editing, and that's that's what I don't like about iMovie. iMovie does not give you multiple tracks.
1: Right. No, but the way like you the way you trim clips and you grab them in and you bring them down and stuff like that, that's all the same.
0: Okay. That that stuff doesn't bother me. What bothers me about iMovie. is is ever since they moved away from iMovie HD, I no longer have tracks where, you know, if I have... Well, you never, you never
1: really had tracks. You only had a video track and an audio track in iMovie.
0: Oh, really? In iMovie HD? Mm-hmm. I thought that... Well, I thought I could... What about an image? Could I overlay an image on top of one of those video tracks?
1: I don't believe so. I believe it's always been one track, one audio track, one video track.
0: Huh. Yeah. OK, well, then that's what I love about ScreenFlow is that I have multiple <laughs> tracks and that's yeah. why I've been using it. But let me ask you this. If I were just doing the basics of ScreenFlow, like mm-hmm. I use it where I can drag two clip, two video clips and and uh, put one on top of the other. And the one that's on top is actually the one who takes priority. Uh, mm-hmm. Can I do all that in Final Cut Pro X? Yes. Yeah. That. that yeah, that's what I'm looking for. The, yeah, and it's
1: I I like it a lot. I think it's it's very very cool. It's it's fast. It's uh it's got a lot of neat kind of built-in effects and and um the ability to like, you know, add, you know, do color and you can you can remove hum from audio, from audio and it's keyer is really really good so if you use green screen um, the, the keyer is fantastic in it. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a great editor. Yeah.
0: However. However. Well, be, before you go to the however, I just want to say that uh, what kind of camera are do you ever do any like video or is it all screen capture? What, what kind of stuff are you doing? I uh, I'm using video. Okay, so you're using video. What kind of camera are you using? I
1: have. I'll tell you one second. Um, uh, hold on. I am using a Canon uh, Vixia. Yes. Da, 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 da. Let me see which one it is. It is the Canon Vixia uh g uh, hfg20
0: i think is what it is yeah okay that's right uh, yes and you know what we ta- i think we talked uh, about
1: the r20 i'm sorry
0: you got the r20 okay i just went out and got the g10 which is the same thing that uh lilo ports using but
1: whichever one whichever one i got was like a thousand dollars
0: okay well i'll tell you what um we talked about this last week about the fact that you know we can't just drag and drop those mts files off of the camcorder and then plop them right into uh Right into, yeah, that's it. Um, Screenflow. Remember, we we had that conversation last week, or, or mm-hmm. am I just making that up? Nope, you're uh, you're right. Okay. Well, anyway, Alan Tepper uh, is somebody who listens to us, and he sent me some information and told me about a program called. Um,
1: oh, real quick, I got the HFS twenty. I apologize.
0: HFS twenty. Okay. Well anyway, um he sent me this thing called ClipWrap, cliprap, a link to ClipWrap, cliprap, which basically takes the AVCHD format, the MTS, mm-hmm. and converts it over to a QuickTime you know thing and it can do it without transcoding. And um, anyway, I, I so with with the confidence that there was going to be a way to do this to get the stuff off of the camera and on my Mac without because the the camera does not come with any Mac software. Right. Um, you know, I, I start all of a sudden after our email conversation with Alan, I really started to feel as confident that I was going to be able to use some footage and get it into screen flow. Where right. I went out and bought, I find I've been waiting to buy this camera forever. I've been thinking about it. It's the G10, the HFG 10, the HFG 10. Ooh, that's a nice one. It is a very nice camera. It's more than the one I bought. It is very nice camera. And I want to say that I purchased a different program other than the one that, uh, he had mentioned for me and I'll tell you what it is real quick. I'm using, and I found, I wanted to get something that was in the app store so that I can have it on all my computers and no extra cost. It was $30 (laughs) and it's, it's on soft, a U N S O F T M T S converter. Uh, So basically it allows me to, however it does transcode. So I got, I I gave up the functionality of doing this without transcoding so now I took a 20 minute video and by golly, it took about 20 to 30 minutes for it to transcode it into um, the the format that I wanted. but it does it in batch. So I had multiple MTS files and I threw it into the thing. I worked on another project while it did it in the background and by golly it dinged when it was done and and then I went to work on my project. So mm-hmm. eh, I'm dealing with it. How, <laughs> so all of that to bring us back to, and then I'm gonna let you talk about your your problem that you're running into. But right. I'm understanding, and and now I'm hoping that you'll confirm this, that you can take the MTS, with Final Cut Pro X, you can take the MTS file right off the camcorder and load it right into Final, Co Pro, Final Cut Pro X without any transcoding.
1: Uh, you can't drag and drop it, no.
0: Oh, that's the way that I understood it. So it's not drag and drop.
1: No, uh, well, here, here, I have not done it yet. Uh, you know what? Give me a second. Let me, let me try it real quick. All right. Um, you know what? I just I did something stupid here. Hold on.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. While you're doing that, uh, I'm going to pause so that we don't uh, get all the, the waiting in the recording and then, then we'll come right back.
1: I wonder what the difference is between the, the camera you got and the camera I got.
0: I don't know. I'll tell you what. Let me pause and, and we'll come back with more in just a second. Okay. Yeah. And we're back. All right, so so uh, it turns out that Chris doesn't have an MTS file on his uh, computer right now, but that's fine. So so you said that you you believe that you tried to drag an MTS file directly into file, uh, d- like the window of uh, Final Cut Pro X, and it wouldn't take it, so that you had to do what? You
1: uh, you had to go from, you have to do uh, import from camera, and yep. there's an option in there that uh, you can do like an archive, and I think what it does is it just grabs those MTS files.
0: Hmm. What a, I, Now, what if your MTS files are on an SD card? Is that a problem?
1: Shouldn't be, no, because it gives you just a, sta- a standard Finder update. Okay. Like a fi- I'm sorry, like a Finder. I'm looking right now in the Apple support communities. That uh-huh. says, can Final Cut Pro, uh, I, I call it X2, but it's really 10, import uh, AVCHD files directly, or do they need to be converted first? Uh, the, 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 don't use the import files command. Use import for camera. You'll see the interface that shows all the clips vertically, scrubbable, and the whole nine yards. Ooh, that's cool. What's that mean? Um it says uh well when you when you point it to the files. Uh-huh. It says you'll see the interface that shows all the clips visually, scrubbable and all that stuff. So you can actually just go, okay, I just want a piece of that clip, but right off the camera and drag it in your stuff. So
0: you don't have to use the whole clip. You can that's What just, it looks like and, and just, then
1: Yeah. And someone else here says, uh, no, you can do individual files. You can see any and all the files you have on the card and import them all at once or one at a time or any combination in between. You just need to do it through the camera interface. It sees the memory card as a virtual camera, but the camera interface is just a fancy file browser. All right. So there you go.
0: So uh, and and I promise we're going to get into Chris's problem here in just a second, but I I just want to say there's only one other thing I need to know now how to do. Mm -hmm. How okay. So so this Canon Vixia HFG10, like Leo Port's got a whole studio full of these. That's how he's yeah. Going. They're
1: they're beautiful yes. cameras. If you have, if and you know we 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 are even though he doesn't really think of us, but uh, we we love Twit here. So and yes. if you if you get a chance, watch um, watch Twit from Sunday. On, uh, on on twit.tv, watch the video and their new studio is incredible. It and is. These, ca- these cameras that are, they're using are beautiful and they're consumer grade camera. They're they're expensive, you know they're on the higher end of, of your consumer camera, but it shoots 1080p. It shoots can, can shoot 24 frames progressive, which is like film, and it's just it has the the great Canon optical. It's got a 10x optical zoom. The stabilizer is amazing in it. And I'm going by the the camera we have, which was from. Uh, it came out last year and, uh it's just, I don't know about you, but our, our camera's beautiful. The battery life's a little light on it. I would recommend getting a bigger battery, Yeah, but, but, um, yeah, these Canon Vixia cameras are, are definitely the way to go. If you want to get a really, really nice, almost, I would, I would dare call it a prosumer camera. They're, they're beautiful and they've, they, 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 they're awesome. And they use, Memory cards, I, I know the one I've got, I think the one that you got too, you can ha- it has 32 gigs of built-in memory and you can put another 64 gigs in there with with two SD cards and you can get 96 gigabytes of storage on this camera, which gives you about six to seven, maybe eight hours of, of 1080p video.
0: Yeah, and there's even an option for, with the two SD cards, where it'll record simultaneously to both of them as a backup, I think. So you have a backup, or there's one, there's another feature. If, if I'm mistaken on that, then I do know this for a fact. Let's just say you have a 16 card, sixteen gig card in your slot A, uh, but you're using the 32 gigabyte internal memory. If you're recording on internal memory and then all of a sudden you, you're right up against the running out of the 32 gig internal, it immediately, without losing anything, goes right on to, it, it continues the recording onto, the uh, card in slot
1: a right it what it will do is it'll create a a file before the time runs out on your internal drive and then start to record both of them at the same time to create like a leader Mm -hmm. and then it'll stop the uh, the internal one just keep shooting so you will have a little bit of overlap but that's awesome
0: yeah it's it's amazing anyway so the question is leo's using these for live recording my Mm -hmm. question is i want to be able to use my my canon vixia g10 on the tripod and use that for my uStream. So, how do I get the live video from my Vixia camera into my my Mac Mini? Now, I'm, gonna, um, I'm not asking you to give me that answer, but here's the thing: I know that there are people out there listening to this, and somebody sent me an email or a Twitter message or a Facebook message like nine well, not nine months, ago, three months ago, uh, when I was first looking at this camera, and they sent me a link to a box. That is kind of like a, you know, it's a FireWire box, and the, and you bring in the, you know, the, you know, the, you know, the standard yeah, video out, composite video out, or whatever.
1: Well, I, what I would recommend doing is you can, you, I'm, I i do not know how much they're going to cost. They're probably expensive. Uh, that camera has HDMI out. Yes. And what I would do is I'd go HDMI to FireWire, if if at all possible. I'm not even sure if that's. I'm looking at it. I hear. Uh, HDMI FireWire adapter. Yeah, that's something you probably have to look. There's probably some kind of magic box that does that.
0: Yeah. If anybody has some options, I I would love to know what you know. Several options are just email. Um, I guess the easiest one for that would be feedback at gspn.tv.
1: Yeah, I think what they're I think they're going out HDMI into a uh, black magic card or something. There's they're, they're at, at Twitter yeah. doing big time like you know there's probably a dedicated you know 12 core MacBook Pro or MacBook Pro 12 core Mac Pro with like some kind of special card that's probably like a
0: black magic card or something. Yeah somebody did I, I asked this the other day and somebody did say a Mag, black magic pro card and of course my Mac mini I can't open up and put a card in there. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to have to go in via fire wire. I don't need it to be you know the high res I don't need it to get but I do want to you know I want 16 by 9 I want to maintain that 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 ratio and uh, I want it to be coming in lo- the video live from the camera so
1: yeah I'm looking at uh I'm looking at black magic here it's the incredible HDMI quality capture and playback uh, da, da, da. they have something called the intensity shuttle I am yeah. see what else they got here real quick for you Cliff while, while we're talking uh, ba, ba, da, 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 da. doesn't say yeah there's one for Thunderbolt it's a grand
0: yeah that there's there's I mean there's some other ones yeah. other kind of things out there so I mean um,
1: if anybody has an experience um, doing this let us know
0: yeah and, and I guess the question is the when I'm shooting the camera and I could probably find this out just by hooking it up to any TV with the you know the composite video and audio out mm-hmm. you know with the standard audio video cable I should probably just go up and turn that on to the computer and see if like if I turn the the camera on does it display it on the tv live and if it does then i just need a uh, one of those cards that'll plug into my computer into the firewire that will bring that that signal in because i don't like i said i don't need it to be hd i don't need it to be hdmi
1: right right hdmi would just be cleaner but yeah yeah, the the, the live capture and and, an output would be would be the one thing that you want to do yeah i'm sure there's a pcie card that does it uh, it's just getting something external, but you have a firewire port on there, so
0: yes, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to do it. All right. So tell me what is um, what is up with your Final Cut Pro X or 10?
1: <laughs> OK, uh, I, I was I'm doing it. I did this project for work and Final Cut. Uh, I first did all the, all the original stuff, all the file grabbing and stuff in Premiere. And then I'm like, you know what? I want to get Final Cut. So I went and got Final Cut Saturday. Went and got, like I went to my computer and downloaded it. <laughs> it's like, I didn't get to it. I told my wife I was going to get it. She's like, do you have to go to a store or something? You know, I so you're going to the Apple store. I'm like, I'm going to the Mac app store on my laptop in the basement and buying it. But uh, so I loaded it up, edited everything. It was beautiful. I'm having a great time. I'm like, man, this is awesome. I don't see what the big deal is. Then I render it out. Rendered it out, it was a half, it was a half hour video. Uh, rendered out in about an hour or so. Um, and I played it, and I noticed this weird like audio clicking, like an, like this artifact, or artifact like pops and clicks. I'm like, okay, this is weird. So then I took, I just made a shorter clip of something different and rendered it out. Same thing. I'm like, oh man. So uh, I went to the uh, support uh, dot apple.com went to the discussion boards and apparently there's quite a few people that are experiencing issues of popping and clicking when they render out audio, when they have lion mm. and it turns out it and I know I've emailed Steve jobs. I've left feedback on uh, the final cut page and there's been me and about 20 other people are on this, like, you know, trying different things and stuff. And what we found out is there is some kind of issue with lion and final cut with, um, h.264 video that has aac file audio in it oh if you do something called linear pcm audio yeah which is like an uncompressed you know audio right it's it, it make your file size bigger but if you do a linear pcm even if you convert it like so let's say you get something off your camera because your camera's going to use aac audio
0: yeah
1: if you do that and then you convert it in QuickTime or whatever to, and all you have to do is change the audio yeah. And pop it back out. It's gonna make your video a little bit bigger, file size total. But if you bring it in the final cut and then bring it back out, you know, render it back out after you do all your editing, the audio's okay. Huh.
0: Well, at least so you have a workaround.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a pain because it creates an extra step. But you know, there there hasn't been an update to Final Cut Pro 10 yet. It's still 10.0. And I'm running 10.7.0. So kind of my fault, but you know, you would think that Apple would would have checked that out. So yeah, there's this weird issue. I, I'm certain it'll get fixed uh, within the next 30 days or so. Uh, but yeah, for right now, I, I would recommend if you if you have Snow Leopard and you plan on getting Final Cut Pro 10 to not go to Lion at least for 30 to 60 days, go to the discussion boards at discussions.apple.com. Uh, go to the Final Cut Pro 10 channel. Say hi to me because I'm in there. And just kind of wait around until someone says, "Hey, this problem's been fixed."
0: Wow, that sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: However, I it's still the extra imagine. step is still worth the the, the trouble because I, I do I do really do like Lion. I mean, do, I love yeah. the new mail. I love um, the look and feel, and yeah, it's it, it's 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 a great operating system. I, I really like it a lot. Um, I'm used to the whole scroll bar going you know backwards thing. Um, some people hate it. And some people would really hate the uh, scroll bars disappearing, which I can kind of see because if you're on a page and you don't know that there's more content, you won't know unless you try to scroll, which is kind of dumb. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like it in uh, Final Cut Ten. Uh, I'm one of those guys. I do more, I do more After Effects, you know, animation, kinetic type, um, that kind of stuff, than I do actually like let's shoot video and edit it. Right. So for me, this is perfect. You know, if I was doing like multicam. You know, if I had like five or six cameras set up and had to do multicam capture and, and then editing and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, or if I was shooting like TV shows and stuff, I would probably hate it. But for what I do, generally short videos um, produced in-house, like corporate type stuff, Final Cut's awesome. It's just, my, my I'm able to edit video 10 times faster than, than I am before just because it's so fast to throw in clips together and, and do these great transitions and stuff. And I'm really thinking about getting motion next because um, all the transitions in Final Cut are actually little motion projects. So if you want to, to edit a transition a certain way, like if there, there's like these ones that are kind of light bursts, they're pretty cool. You can actually open that transition up in motion and then tweak it and then bring it back into Final Cut, which is pretty cool. Right. So you can create your own custom transitions and use them in Final Cut. Or people are now starting to create transitions and sell them, you know, on on the web and stuff using Motion. And Motion is a for those that don't know, is a compositing tool. So let's say like I have, um, I don't know, like an example of like let's say I'm, I'm shooting a video where like I shoot a gun or something. Um, I can use. Uh I can use like a toy gun and then like put the muzzle flashes and stuff and make it look realistic and in motion. And, it, and that's a fifty dollar program, which its equivalent is After Effects from Adobe. And it's After Effects is kinda like a lot higher. You know, there, you can do more with it. But on the flip side, um, After Effects by itself is about twelve hundred bucks. Oh, whereas, wow. you know, motion's fifty bucks. Right. So there you go.
0: <laughs> Very cool. well I'll tell you I that's something that I'll probably end up getting in the future is is uh, at least final pro, Final Cut Pro 10 uh, but um, I, I don't know I may, and I may get into motion as well and of course I might even get into their compressor <laughs> Who knows? yeah I,
1: I use well I um, another thing with lion <laughs> is if if you have uh, I, I use episode encoder pro. Uh, made by our friends at Telestream, who make ScreenFlow,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and right now com- Compressor uh, um, episode encoder is not compatible with Lion, and I didn't wow. realize till I, uh, I I needed to use it.
0: <laughs> so again, folks, thirty to ninety days after the release of of uh, Lion is probably when you want to upgrade. Which, by the way, my MacBook Air uh, is, is it, I downloaded the install for lion i I paid for it i downloaded it uh i followed your advice as as, and said hey i don't want to install right now so that i I, i've got links to in our old show notes from last week i've got links to that tutorial on how to create a usb thumbstick installer drive Mm -hmm. uh and i want to do i need to do all of that first but what i want to do is um uh is i want to go ahead and install that on my macbook air but i also want to install i want to use the thumb drive to install on my uh, mac mini which currently has tiger on it the only thing that i'm a little bit concerned about is i've been hearing that you have to have a dual core processor or better yeah you have to have a core 2 duo core 2 duo how do i find out what kind of processor i have
1: if you click on the, when, when you're in your Mac, you okay. know, when you're, you're on your desktop, go to the little Apple and then go to about this Mac.
0: Okay, hold on one second. Okay, so I just did that and it's, I clicked on, I clicked on the Apple icon. I clicked about this Mac and it says core to duo. Then you can upgrade the lion. So I can upgrade, good. <laughs> lion. Sweet. I, I'm so happy because my Mac mini is kind of like. <laughs> It's super buggy. Back with Tiger running on it, yeah. So I'm, man, Tiger, that's whew, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, it is. I, well, you know how I am. I don't. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's been working okay, except for well, I've been having some issues where I can't do it. it like the the video doesn't keep. Uh, it, sometimes it'll mess up when I have more than one uh, video camera plugged in. Yeah, and cam twist, and I think that that'll probably be fixed if I upgrade to the more recent operating system. We'll find out.
1: Yes, and I'm gonna find out with our friends at, uh, at Telestream when when update is coming out because they, someone posted on the 20th with a Mac OS 10 Lion episode doesn't work. Does anybody?
0: You still there? I think we may have just dropped uh, Chris. I know that I just dropped audio from Chris so looks like we're still connected though. Hmm. Tell you what, let me pause and I'll get Chris right back. That was weird. Anyway, we're back.
1: Skype. All right, so
0: you <laughs> said you were going to talk to your friends at Telestream or our friends at Telestream?
1: Yeah, they just uh, their, their response was that Lions cannot currently supported. So I'm going to need to find out what the heck's going on, man. All right. I'm, uh, I'm going to email my Mar- You know I'll email Lynn right now while I'm thinking about it.
0: Well, before we get into the new 15-inch possibility of this uh, new new device that's coming out from Apple potentially in the near future, um, I just want to say that I did that whole software update today for the first time in a long time. It's one of those things where eh, my computer's been running a little bit eh, on video, playing back video. And I did a fresh re-ins- you know, I just uh, did a fresh reboot and I said, "You know what? Let me check out this software update thing and of course there's like 17 different software updates in there and so I said I went ahead and ran it and of course I think it's iTunes that's doing this but I am back to the same problem I had two versions of iTunes ago and that is they killed my uh, thumbnail previews for mp3 files again are you still there Chris? (laughs) Chris? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> anyway, did, I, I you, promise did
1: you, you I'm not doing anything other than downloading like 7-bit torn. I'm joking.
0: Yeah. Hey, so did you hear anything what I said about the uh, basically iTunes broke my thumbnail previews again? <laughs> no, but <laughs> that's funny. I'm so OCD about it because what happened was I went into my Dropbox and Amy's like, hey Cliff, I've processed your files or you know, the two episodes are um, scheduled on the site and they'll be released when you had requested. And I put them back in the Dropbox and I open up the Dropbox and I'm looking at these files and it's got this default, you know, music symbol. And I'm like, oh, great. She she, mess- she, she forgot to put the, uh, the MP3 artwork on there. And so I said, wait a second, I just did an update today and I, it's got a new version of iTunes. And by golly, I pulled that the mp3 file into my ID three editing software and it shows up perfectly there. It's just the I the the pre- mp3 previews are no longer working on my thumb mm. on the thumbnails. And this drives me crazy. Yeah, I'm real anal retentive about my uh, my album art as well. Yeah. And and, and the thing is, is that, I mean, it's how I know whether or not a file has been processed. It's, it's one of the ways I can tell. Whether or not a file's been processed. And this happened to me before. Remember, I complained about it bitterly <laughs> for a long time. And then all of a sudden there was a new version of iTunes and <gasps> ta-da, it works again. Yeah. And you should download you should download the beta. That's what I'm doing. I'm is there a new t- beta?
1: Well, not for official. You have to be like a developer. I'm uh, running t- I'm running ten five right now.
0: Yeah. I'll just wait till the next version comes out. But <laughs> I'm gonna eagerly look for new updates. Of of iTunes, and as soon as that one comes out, I'm gonna update it. Cause
1: you're like you're like me. I open the Mac App Store every day now, hoping for a Final Cut update.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm checking right now. Nope, no updates. No updates. All right, so uh, let's see here. What's this new MacBook Air style 15 inch notebook? Yeah, this is gonna be.
1: Excuse me. This is gonna be pretty cool. Uh, according to Mac rumors, Apple's working on a 15 inch ultra thin notebook. Um, they're not certain if it'll be called MacBook Air or MacBook Pro, but what they do know is it's already in late testing stages. And um, looks like the use of integrated SSD, lack of optical drive, um, that'll, yeah, looks like the optical drives are going away. Yeah. But uh, which is, you know what? Uh, the only thing I installed um, when I got this new Mac, the only thing I needed to install uh, with an optical drive. Was um, my Adobe stuff, but I could easily just put in the serial number and downloaded it. And uh, Microsoft Office, both of which could easily be downloadable apps. Right. Um, so yeah, everything else, everything else, I've either got it from the Mac App Store, or I've downloaded from the manufacturer directly. So the, the the lack of an optical drive standard as standard doesn't bother me. I don't I don't rip a lot of DVDs or CDs anymore because I've already done all that. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I mean, if if you don't need one, awesome. i'll I'd rather take an extra space for two hard drives, you know, an SSD drive to boot off of and then a, a big like seven fifty gig to store all my stuff on
0: hmm. So it it's a it's like a hybrid between a MacBook pro and a, and a MacBook Air.
1: Yeah, it would probably be like the quad core with a with a separate uh, you know video card just like the MacBook Pro is now. I really think. Um, in order for it to be a pro, you need to have it, its own discrete video card, you know, for, for things like, you know, for things, things like we do, like the, uh, you know, when you render out video and, and motion type stuff, you need that video, you need that GPU power and yep. you need, and you need a dedicated Ram,
0: you know? Yep. All righty. Uh, let's see here. Face recognition software coming out on iOS five. Have you heard about this? No, but it does not surprise me one bit. And uh, they they showed a in the story that I have linked in these show notes. Uh, they have a link or a, a video um, of TAT augmented ID, and so it's basically a guy who bas- is, is taking a picture of himself, and then he chooses you know to associate with himself his Twitter profile and links to his last fm and his youtube and his facebook <laughs> account and then what happens is somebody else who takes their phone can point that you know their camera at him and it recognizes his face almost like a qr code oh, that's pretty cool isn't that weird you know what i'd rather use my face as a q
1: than a qr code
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so, too, you know, but I mean, just imagine, I mean, that because QR codes, I, I must say QR codes are getting kind of popular these days, you know, um, I, I think they're going to be pretty widely adopted. I never um, use them. I know, I, I know that. I mean, it, it, it's it. But you've, you're seeing them now, though, right? yeah yeah you're seeing them more and more and i and and i've seen some stories where it's got some interesting uses for them they're actually they've got some where they're they're starting to look pretty cool so they're not just those ugly you know black like uh barcode looking things uh so i mean i i think qr codes are going i think we're just at the beginning stages of what qr codes are going to do however I think it would be so cool if somebody could uh, basically instead of giving somebody a business card, you just take a picture of their face. Yeah, I think that's awesome. That would be amazing. You just, it's like you, you just go up and take a picture of somebody and it's like, Hey, I want, although, although, Hmm, privacy concerns, maybe. Yeah, because, uh, you can't like rip your
1: face off when someone tries to take a picture of it.
0: Yeah. And I mean gosh, you, you go through you go through a magazine and just take a picture of somebody in an advertisement, and then all of a sudden it's like you've got her home phone number.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just heard from Lynn. Yeah. At Telestream. Uh she said, We're working on getting the next version of episode out that will be compatible with Lion, but right now it's looking to be mid to late August. Right, hmm. right. So I'd recommend uh buying compressor. All righty. Cause it's cheaper anyway. Episode encoder is a thousand dollars. Yeah. But it does a lot more formats and it's faster. Faster.
0: All right. And let's see here. Next up is Adobe Photoshop elements is in the app store. Now this is older news and correct me. if Well I'm wrong. old from a week ago. Yeah, exactly. But uh, did we cover this last week?
1: I, th- I think we may have, I may have mentioned it in passing, but we didn't talk about it. I think it's a big deal.
0: I think it's a huge deal. I mean, wow. Hello. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, I use a, a Adobe Photoshop Elements now. I had on my PC, I had Adobe Photoshop CS4 or something like that. They had the whole suite. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I moved over to the Mac, I didn't want to rebuy the entire suite again. So I just went ahead and bought Elements. And um, I want to say I, I, I'm i using Photoshop Elements 8 on my Mac Mm-hmm. but there's, there's a, t- there's oh And the other th- cool thing is, is I found that I'm able to use my uh, Adobe uh, serial number on more than one computer uh, on, on two computers. I just can't Ye- use them simultaneously.
1: Yeah. Uh, all, all, a lot of people don't realize that all the Adobe stuff is licensed for two machines, licensed typically for a desktop and then your laptop. Yep. And the thought is, is that, you know, you put, you know, in a perfect world, I'd have a Mac pro with like 12 cores and, you know, like 16 gigs of Ram on my desk. And then I have my laptop. And then if I, you know, I work on stuff at at work and then I take it there, you know, I can sync and take it at home on my computer. So yeah, yeah, you can have two, two copies as long as they're not running at the same time.
0: Right. But there are some, you know, there have been some times when I was working on the family iMac upstairs and it's like, Oh, it would really be nice if I had elements on here. And Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, I hope, I hope that doesn't come up again soon uh, now that I have the MacBook Air, because uh, the next time that comes up, I'll probably end up rebuying Adobe Photoshop because it's in the App Store. <laughs> but this is good news. And, and, I, and I'm hoping again that, uh, you know, gosh, wouldn't it be awesome to have Adobe um, Audition do the same thing? You know, that yeah. or yeah, that would be say what
1: I am. A, I am a believer, Cliff. Adobe Audition is fantastical.
0: Yep. I've been telling you that for a long time. I know it's pretty sweet. It is out of this world awesomeness.
1: I've got a quick, uh, before we wrap up, is there a couple more things? Or are we... uh...
0: Uh, Just uh, in Taiwan, there's now a 10-day return policy on all apps bought in the Mac App Store. So uh, that was uh, due to regulations over there. um, And uh, it's not something that appears that'll make its way to us. But I just thought it was something that would be nice to have. Yeah, but
1: they can't shut off your app so you can basically get apps for free it's i don't know
0: yeah
1: don't know, but, um real quick i just want to let some people know that if they are looking for i'm just kind of I did a little search in the mac app store on video converters and if you're looking for something that'll convert uh things to M, you know, mp4 or WebM or anything like that there is a free one on on the mac app store called miro video converter and it'll take AVIs, convert them to MPEG4, uh, Windows Media to MPEG4. So if you're looking for something that kind of convert to MPEG4 files, uh, that's not a bad one. And there's, uh, it's got some good reviews. There's some other ones that cost, you know, a couple bucks, you know, eighteen to twenty dollars. Some of them are free. So you know, always check the Mac App Store for things like that first.
0: Absolutely. Hey, uh, did you know that Apple is now the third largest PC vendor in the United States? It doesn't surprise me at all. HP is number one, Dell number two, and then Apple. That's awesome. And they, I'll tell
1: you what, man. I, 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 we, I remember when you and I were talking about Lion, we were really skeptical of the App Store. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, man. I'm a believer now.
0: Oh, I think it's gosh. awesome. The App Store is the greatest thing ever. It's I mean, sliced bread, whatever. You know, I didn't have to go to the mall to buy Final Cut. I just
1: clicked it, and it's fast, too, man. Uh, if you've got a pretty good connection, the, the the connection to the Mac App Store is quick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Well, my friends, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. We are here each and every week. We'll be back again next week with more Apple goodness. I'm sure Apple's going to give us tons of wonderful things to talk about between now and then. Of course, if you want to give us a call with your questions and feedback, you can at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Six, seven, if you happen to know a way to get the uh, live feed off of a Canon uh, G10, uh, HF G10 camera and get it into my Mac mini via, I guess, Firewire so that I can Ustream, uh, I'm, looking for def- I'm looking for some different options. I want to know what the options are so that I can weigh it all and make a decision because I'd love to start broadcasting from that. Anyway, my friends, uh, that's going to do it. Uh, Chris, anything else you want to plug, my friend? No, just follow me at biting b e
1: i t i n g on Twitter, and uh, you can hear me complain about or read me complain about uh, Final Cut and Lion not working together, and all that kind of stuff. So,
0: alrighty, my friends, thank you very much, and until next time, I encourage you to join the community. See ya.